Good morning. Have you ever thought about trees as a symbol? Consider it for a minute. Think about some of the trees that are used in scripture to teach some vital spiritual lessons. The Book of Mormon comes to mind. There's three sections in there that discusses trees as a primary symbol to teach important concepts. Think about Jacob 5, where we read Zenos' allegory, where the tree represents the whole house of Israel. Or 1 Nephi 8. We're all familiar with that one, with Lehi's dream, and the tree of life, which teaches of the love of God and the atonement of Jesus Christ, offering the sweetest blessings of eternal life. In Alma 5 and 32, we read of Alma's teachings on personal righteousness and testimony growing within by planting the seed of Christ's atonement and God's love in our heart individually and nourishing it and growing it. Well, today our lesson has two trees in it that we want to discuss, the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. Let's begin with the tree of knowledge of good and evil. This tree, if partaken of, would introduce mortality. Its fruits are not all bad, but let's name a few. Family, wisdom, death, sickness, addiction, weakness. The fruit is necessary to progression. Consider the idea that often our most growth spiritually comes as a result of opposition, adversity, and trial. The other tree stands in opposite to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It is called the tree of life. And its inf fruits include covenant binding, making the family an eternal unit, hope offered in the hopelessness of addiction, eternal life, the overcoming of death, healing for sickness, strength where there is weakness. Do you see how they counter, they have a counterpart in each tree? This tree is a symbol of the Savior and the love of God. The first tree cuts us off from the presence of God. The second tree enables us to return to God. The first tree represents mortality. The second tree represents eternal life. We see in these two trees, the one being bitter, the other sweet, standing in opposition to one another. Now let's turn to Adam and Eve and their interaction with these trees. A choice is clearly before them. God tells them not to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. They are warned that this would be a choice for mortality. They would become mortal. They would die one day. And they would leave the presence of God. When Eve sees the tree, she describes it as a tree that was good for food, pleasant to look at, and a tree desirable to make one wise. Now pause there. How does entering the mortal path of opposition, adversity, trial, make one wise? Can you ever be wise without experience? So Satan presents a mixture of truth and lies and entices her to eat the fruit. A good thing to remember, Satan often mixes lies and truth to confuse and entice. Adam and Eve are exposed in their choice all the guilt and shame, and they hide from the Father. And it says in the scriptures that God is walking in the cool of the day. 
it's kind of a description that leaves us feeling he's, he's not angry or hunting them down or anything. He's their father. He's seeking his children. He calls to them, where art thou? Where are you going? What direction are you headed? He wants to help them in their choice. He wants to be part of their path forward. Why hide from a father who loves them? They try to cover their shame, their guilt, their situation, and thus we see the fig leaves. And then they try to hide, and then they try to turn to blame. Eve blames the serpent. Satan made me do it. Adam blames Eve and sort of blames God. The woman who you gave to me, she gave it to me and and then I did eat. Is that the path we take? When we make a choice that maybe is a bad choice, do we try to cover, cover up what happened? Do we try to hide it? Do we try to blame someone else? Turn to God, not away. He wants to help in our journey. He sent, us, he sent the Savior so that we have a path back. Invite him into your situation and let him author your story. Satan wants us to turn from God. He wants you to hide, cover, and blame. God wants to welcome you in and help you repent. Now, before they leave the garden, they're clothed with coats of skin by God. Think about that for just a minute. That clothing required the giving of life of an animal or animals to create the clothing. So it therefore becomes sacrificial clothing. They are covered in his love, his protection, his power. They are armed to face mortality. Lessons we learn. Their eyes were opened. Because of opposition, they can have joy. They can see God in their journey. They're able to have children. They know through experience good from evil. They know the joy of redemption. Through the atonement of Jesus Christ, they will have eternal life. This really is a story of becoming. In Moses 4, verse 28, it says, Behold, the man is become as one of us. This was a necessary step in progression. And without it, progression wasn't possible. Have a great week, everyone. And remember, I'm going to be waiting for your questions. And remember to always follow the Savior's admonition to come follow me.